Hello, hello, hello. It's nice to see you, to see you nice. Welcome once again to Play Your Pods, right? My name is Steve, and joining me as ever, he makes them feel like they're on cloud nine. It's Simon. Simon, how are you, mate? Oh, you know me, Steve. I, I, today I'm feeling a little bit cute. Yeah. I'm feeling a little bit sexy. Nice. I feel like I've got the moves that drives the girls wild. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, dear. I feel like the icon. <laughs> I feel like a showstopper. I feel like the main events. <laughs> uh, so today, in case you hadn't guessed, we're kicking off Wrestle Month with, of all things, Pictionary. But in this particular episode, one of the guest stars was none other than the heartbreak kid himself, Shawn Michaels. Just a sexy boy. This was my favorite else. of all time. Yeah, he's definitely in my top five. My favorite wrestler of all time. So Pictionary, this was this was something, wasn't it? I absolutely loved this. Yeah, I was it pleasantly was, surprised. It reminded me of um, oh, I can't remember what it was called. It was um, was it Give Us a Clue or something? Called no, no, it was an ITV. Yeah, it's going to come up a lot in this. It's win, lose, or draw. Win, lose, or draw. That was it. Yeah, and it was the uh, that weird bloke who presented it. Yeah, well, there, was, there, was a, there was a few hosts, but I'll get to that in just a moment. Yeah. So, basically, Pictionary came after Win, Lose, or Draw. It was a kind of re- attempt at a revival of it in America. And it, the original air date was September the 8th, 1997, and it ran to June the 12th, 1998. And yeah, if this, as, as we just said, if this does seem familiar, it should. It's because it's just Win, Lose, or Draw, which was devised by Bert Convey, uh, who hosted Password and Tattletales. But it was also devised by Bert Reynolds. The Burt Reynolds. The Burt Reynolds. Oh, nice little wrestling connection there. Yeah. Ring announcer at WrestleMania 10. Yeah. Uh, your host for Pictionary. And was... funny enough, with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He did a yeah. segment with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, funny did, enough. Yeah. But the host for Pictionary was Alan Thick. And the format two teams of three made up of two celebs and a civilian compete in a series of drawing games. In round one, initially, both celebrities were each given two phrases to relate to their partners by drawing. There was connecting words in both phrases, e.g. rednecks, white socks, blue ribbon, beer, and little red riding hood, e.g. red being the connector. And if they're both successfully guessed, the civilian contestant won $200. After both teams had taken turn, a second set of phrases was played. Later in the series run, though, the round was modified slightly. This time, celebrities drew as many as they could in a time limit of 45 seconds, and each correct guess paid off $100. And that's basically the rules that we had. So this would have been aired around 98-ish, the, the one that we watched. Uh, so round yeah. two, players took turns drawing a series of puzzles for three minutes. This time, each puzzle had a different connecting word. Correct answers were worth $100. And if the team was stumped, the player at the drawing board could pass the marker off to one of his or her teammates. The team in the lead, in the lead played first, followed by the opposing team. Team with the most money at the end of the round won the game and advanced the bonus round. If both teams were tied, Thick would draw a tie-breaking puzzle with the first team to answer correctly becoming the winner. Regardless, both teams kept their money, so that's always nice. Bonus round, one team member was selected by his teammates to draw single-word puzzles instead of phrases for the 92nd round. Each word was connected to the word before in, it, before in a chain fashion, such as peanuts, butter, bread, basket, etc. The first four, or originally three words, were worth $100. The next three after that will be worth $300. Every word after that was worth an additional $1,000. Play stopped when the timer ran out, and the civilian player won whatever money they'd accumulated. Uh, originally, they were there were returning champions who remained on the show until the end of the week. But then within two months, however, they were dropped altogether and two new contestants competed on each show. And your prizes were basically your money accumulated throughout the show and just the joy of meeting these wonderful celebrities. So it, it seems like a lot to take in, but it's basically just rapid fire drawing. Now, going back to, 
I mean, going back to what you were saying about the tiebreak, mm-hmm. the tiebreak around with um, Alan Fick yeah. drawing. Now, I don't think he could be able to draw because he might end up drawing blurred lines. Hey, you're proud that of that is one. a terrible, terrible joke. So, yeah, in its win-lose-or-draw format, so just a few facts, sorry. Uh, in its win-lose-or-draw format, it shipped internationally, most notably in the UK, where it had its longest run with hosts Danny Baker, Shane Ritchie, Bob Mills, Lisa Tarbuck, and even Darren Day for team win-lose-or-draw. Bloody Darren Day. He was weird. The love rat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Bob Mills is the book I was thinking of. He seemed yeah. to be on every TV show that, about that time as a, as a host. But no one could remember his name. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he proves did... how generic the host. Yeah, I feel like he did the Sky version of Games Master. It wouldn't surprise me. I think he probably had. Yeah, I couldn't tell you without looking it up, but it does go in my head a little bit. Like, yeah, maybe he did. I can picture him doing that for some reason. Yeah, so the original set of Win, Lose, or Draw was designed based on Burt Reynolds' living room. Uh, you know, obviously you have a giant Pictionary board in the middle of your living room. Why wouldn't you? You know, that's just normal. I mean, it's probably, to be fair, he's probably got a massive makeup mirror for all the facelifts that he's had. <laughs> your host, Alan Thick, as Simon has rightly alluded to, is the father of singer-songwriter Robin Thick, And we've come across him before as he composed the original theme for the American Wheel of Fortune. Is he legitimately the father of Robin Fick? I did not know that. Yeah. I said that as a joke. Yeah, he is the father, unfortunately. Oh, I'm even more proud of my joke now, then, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, imagine fathering that. Imagine fathering that. I'd rather not. I mean, that's that song is just all sorts of wrong. Mm. It's all sorts of wrong. You know you want it. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, it's You know you bad. want it. All oh, right, so you're uh, exploit me now. Yeah, basically. Pictionary is famous for an incident involving Eric Estrada and Bill Mayer, which has since made the round on blooper reels. Uh, an enthusiastic Estrada won attempting to solve the puzzle, tie a yellow ribbon round the old oak tree. Upon getting the right answer, he raised his fist in celebration, unaware that Mayer was right behind him and ended up punching Mayer square in the nose. Taping had to be stopped while paramedic attended to Mayer, but resumed after it was determined Mayer's injuries were not serious. <laughs> it- it does sound like something Eric Estrada would do. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know why. It's Eric it just, Estrada. Like, maybe I'm just thinking of chips again, but it's like, yeah. Was it an accident? That's the first question you ask. Not, oh, no. <laughs> As for the guest star, Sean, Michael's accolades, they speak for themselves. Multi-time world champion, Grand Slam winner, and two-time Hall of Famer. So, you know, I mean, we've said it. He's probably one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. I've got nothing to add to that. Everyone... Well, everyone who knows me knows my thoughts on Shawn Michaels. So, yeah. As far as memories, like obviously I've got zero memories of Pictionary and I've only got minor memories of win, lose or draw. As I say, like Bob Mills seemed to be around on a lot of things all the time, but it was very buried in the daytime TV schedule. Like I, I, said, I do remember Bob Mills. I don't remember like anyone else hosting it. That's all I remember from it. Yeah, same. <laughs> 
Do you like music? Do you like podcasts? Do you like your hosts that are slightly eloquent with their words and well-spoken and articulate them in a perfect way? Then you can find two out of those three things on Pick a Disc. I'm your host Matt Latham and each fortnight a guest comes onto the podcast to talk about an album that they want to talk about for whatever reason they want to. We talk about the artists, we talk about the songs and we also talk about the album and we never talk about the artwork because I always forget. Other than that, we always talk about the good things and why people like what they like and you'll find that a lot in Pick a Disc. So find us on all your favourite podcatchers of choice and I look forward to finding out the discs that you're picking. So the episode we looked at was from, I'd guess, 97 based on Sean's look. It, it, it was 97. I was curious about the date, so I waited for the credits and it was 97. Yeah, if I, if I had to guess, I probably would have said it was maybe taped around like SummerSlam time. Yeah, the heights of Sean's dickness, shall we say, backstage in wrestling. Yeah, I definitely agree with that for <laughs> sure. But yeah, there's absolutely zero messing around here. We're right into meeting the contestants. And first up, Stephanie, who's a full-time student and studying for a degree in education. But I'd say she needs a fucking acting degree because she is blatantly not drawing anything on that board. I, I'm going to use some wrestling terminology here. Yeah. She was for me. She was the baby face. Like yeah. I just wanted her to win so much. Like I didn't like the other last whatsoever. Yeah, I'd so agree I'd, with that. I just wanted her to win. At least she had like a personality. Yeah, definitely. She's up against hairstylist Mary, and I was trying to figure out what was written on the board. Like she'd done some sort of like traffic light thing. Said like, "Here we go." But behind, above that, there was like a whole block of text that I just couldn't make out what was going on. No, I mean. I have no excuse for it, and I couldn't figure it out myself. Yeah, it just looked like a bunch of gobbledygook, to be honest. Make a note of the word gobbledygook. I like it. I want to use it more often in conversation. Gobbledygooker. <laughs> and, you, and I mean, you thought Captain Charisma had gone to AEW. Oh, no, it's Alan Thick. On he comes, just really, just really all, hey there, how are you? Like, with limp-wristed handshakes and everything. I mean, you can you can definitely tell like, that's his son now, though. Yeah. Now you've said that. And because I, I didn't realize that, I just thought it was like, oh, he's got the same name, you know, it's like nothing, you know, mm-hmm. people have the same names all the time. But when you said it, and when he walked on, I was just like, yeah, you know what? You can tell just by like the blurred line videos and that you literally could have changed either of them for that video and you wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> but... can, can I just say though, Sean, when he came on, looked huge. Mm. He looked yeah. huge. Yeah, he really did. But we meet the celebrities team with Mary. Ed Hall, who's apparently the Tonight Show announcer, no clue. Nope. And, and Darius McCrary from Family Matters, which was the show that spawned Steve Urkel. Did I do that? Did I do that? <laughs> exactly. That was spot on. <laughs> if you want a spot on Steve Urkel impression, I recommend you go and watch Game Grumps. Oh, yeah. The 10 minute power hour where Darren and. Uh, Aaron, Darren? Darren. Danny and Aaron. <laughs> Can't get my words out. Play the Steve Urkel game. Oh, God, yeah. That is one of my favourite videos I've ever seen of all time. Yeah, and then teaming with Stephanie, World Wrestling Federation super stud, I mean superstar, Shawn Michaels. So well, you've seen, Yeah, but you've seen actors, and we've seen some great athletes on this show. This guy combines them both. Yeah, definitely. And Shawn and Darius just keep pointing at each other and Sean just looks bored of it by the third by the third instance. I'm I don't want to bad mouth the uh the heartbreak kid but 
he's probably stoned out of his head right now. Yeah, he did look a little lost, shall we say. <laughs> um, and the final celeb is Charles Perez, who is the host of American Journal. Again, means nothing to me. No. But first of all, I like I love the rolling whiteboard. Like that is oh, amazing. We never had them at school. Nah, like it's just thick. Has this just this little crank that just moves the board along. And I'm assuming either there's built-in wipers to it, or there's a stagehand behind there, kind of wiping it down as they go. Oh, I hope there's a stagehand. Yeah, it'd I, be it'd be interesting how he was hidden because you could see underneath the board and everything like that. So I just want it to be controlled by hamsters in a wheel. <laughs> oh dear, that'd be great. But um, Charles up first to draw, even though he's just got on stage. And there's a rule here that I didn't know was a rule in Pictionary. You can write numbers. It's you can't. As far as I'm aware, that is not a rule. Yeah, I think they just adapted that for TV. Probably make life a bit easier. Because to be fair, how are you going to draw the number four? Yeah, I mean, the first clue you could have done, because it was four star, you could have just done four stars. Yeah. But their linking word for this was four, so they had four star, four corners, and so on. Uh, Stephanie just starts saying the same thing over and over again. It just made me think of that bit from Family Guy. A jackal! Jackal! It's a jackal! It looks like a jackal! 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 It's a jackal! Jackal! Time! It wasn't right the first time you said it! Why the hell would it be right the next ten times? God! Jackal, another wrestling reference. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I ask a question? What is a four o'clock tea? I don't, I'm assuming it's like high tea, but like for America. We're British, we don't, like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know. No idea, I've never heard that. But Darius up to draw for Ed and Mary. His linking word is tip. So they had fingertip, which looked like a diseased turkey. Um... Turkey! <laughs> so you take to the beach. Turkey! <laughs> Uh, tip over and ten dollar tip and someone started counting them down when they had ten seconds left which didn't happen during charles's turn so that was weird no it was um it was charles and hbk oh with counting the... them down oh, with like, saying, come on off. yeah like to put them off yeah because ah. the camera zooms on them and they're going like ten nine like that i must have missed that when i was writing then sean's up to draw he is no artist he's no artist but also he had one of the hardest words you could pop possibly do i agree i think he got screwed over there sean pictionary screwed sean (laughs) but yeah he did have a difficult one so his linking word was lake so he had to do lake bed and lake front oh is that what that second i couldn't understand what they said for the second one yeah we round it and i still didn't understand what they said yeah but and then ed last his word is low so this is much easier time exactly low note low key low down and low blow Three wrestling references. <laughs> low down. Yeah. Low key. And a low blow. Yeah. One six wrestling references already. <laughs> it's wrestle month. Yeah. Uh, as they go into the first commercial, I got really distracted by news bulletins coming across the bottom of the screen. Same. Someone, Same. Had, someone had died in a house fire and a 52-year-old woman was found stabbed. Jesus. <laughs> well... Because the screen was a little bit cut off, it was like hard to say what it was fully saying. Yeah. But if you put it all together, it made no sense. Oh, a woman dies in house fire, 50, 52-year-old woman stabbed. I'm like, is that in the same incident? <laughs> Jesus, that'd be terrific if it was. Back from break. Stephanie uh, claims her worst job ever was uh, working at Burger King, but you, you, you bragged that you uh, make a, a great Whopper. That's an interesting open, but apparently Stephanie can make a whopper in five seconds. Yeah, I, 
I, I didn't know what to say. To be honest, I was distracted by the sweater vest. Mm. It was certainly something, wasn't it? I mean, oh, it was something. I mean, I won't mind one from around the house, but it was almost like Mean Street Posseus. <laughs> and then Charles was a former contestant. The Price is Right and won a freezer. Which his mother still uses to this day. <laughs> Mary's up to draw and she likes big band music, apparently. like that just That was just an aside that came out of nowhere. Yeah, but sorry, just going back to that. Oh, Charles, you were a contestant on Price is Right. Oh, Stephanie, you can make a great whopper. Oh, sorry, Sean, we've got nothing for you. Yeah, just ignore him, ignore him a bit. I think yeah. maybe because Sean probably was probably the most well-known on there, apart from Darius. Uh, I mean, I'm going to say right now, you keep saying Darius, and I keep getting confused. <laughs> I keep thinking Darius as in colourblind. Yeah. And hit me baby one more time. Yeah. Which would have made this game show even more incredible than what it was. <laughs> so every puzzle in this round is a has a location in the title. And at one point so they said South. I think I think the I think the clue is South Pacific in the end. Yeah, it is. Yeah. How many times does Darius say Hawaii? <laughs> Hawaii. No. Oh um um, um. Hawaii. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh uh Honolulu. No, no. Hawaii. <laughs> Just <laughs> made me think of Simpsons. Stop saying Hawaii in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can we just say though, what a flirt Mary is. Oh, she is a bit, isn't she? Oh, she's giving the eyes. She's, you know, she wants some blurred lines from Vicky and yeah. <laughs> what is Ed even trying to draw here? And apparently, it was born in the USA. Now you see, I wrote surfing in the USA because that's what I thought it was. I thought it was someone surfing on like like a surfboard. Like mm. I thought it was like a river. And then when it said born in the USA, I was like, is that supposed to be someone giving birth? Apparently, it was. Yeah, and I guess Darius is long before they did with Midnight Train to Georgia. He's leaving, leaving on that midnight train to Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as I said Georgia, I was like, well, it's Midnight Train to Georgia. It's yeah. like one of the most famous sayings you can possibly get. Yeah, and the last, the next one was Beverly Hills Cop, and finish on there was something about Texas. I don't know what that was supposed. The to eyes be. of Texas upon are upon us. Oh my God, that's a very. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's that's a really out there one. But so we literally came back from break. We had the chat with Stephanie and Charles about Burger King and Price is Right. Then we did Mary's team doing the relay, and we've gone straight back to break. That was bang on five minutes. I yeah, I was just thinking is Mary like the returning champion or something? Maybe. Because they never they never spoke to her. Yeah, maybe. Like literally the only time they kind of wanted to get to know her was like, Hey, you like big band music. Cool, that's something. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she remind me of very I mean, obviously this was nineties, but it was almost like she could be in like uh Saved by the Bell because the hair was all perfect and Yeah. Like proper like uh, I'm from high I play a high school kid, but I'm 27. Yeah, yeah. So come back from break. And Stephanie and team need seven to win. So their clues were Moon Over Miami, In a New York Minute, California Dreaming. California and then we get another instance of them just saying the same thing over and over again and hoping no, it's right. It's not them saying it. It's just Sean saying it. it. Is, yeah. <laughs> Keep saying Angel. But that really isn't part of it, but it was actually heaven on earth. 
Like, my God. Then you get... Was it, was it this a point where he's screaming for a case of beer? That was later on. I have got oh, that. Right. <laughs> and then, don't cry for me, Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Churchill Downs, and this is where Sean was proper getting into it as well. Sean was like, oh, what is it? What is it? I remember it. What is it? Yeah, because it's like one of the big horse race events in, in America. Yeah, it is, yeah. So he's trying to remember that. and then, But then we get to a tie break, so it turns out they got the seven. They got six. Yeah. They needed seven to win. Oh, yeah, sorry, six. yeah. But we go to the tie break, and before that, another break, and, and what we've been waiting for, promotional consideration. You and your shower, you'll never scrub it, rinse it, wipe it, or squeegee it again. But you can still get together daily. Don't clean your shower, get clean shower. Promotional consideration provided by... Clean shower, shower cleaner, and 1-800-BLUE-VAN-TAXI service. I've got nothing to add to that. (laughs) So in the tie break... As we, as we said earlier, Alan Thicke does the drawing and the contestants have to shout to guess. Stephanie wins and so the, the clue was Mexican hat dance and it was really not good. <laughs> no, no, I'm, there was a lot of blurred lines there. So. And um, I know, I found the joke and I like it, so I'm sticking to it. <laughs> no, what's, what was disturbing to me was, because only the contestants could answer, so only Stephanie or Mary could answer. And they're both there, sat on their knees, like little schoolgirls. <laughs> While he's drawing, he's like, right, what is it, what is it? And they're proper getting into it, like screaming over each other, like leaning forward and everything. It's like, oh, calm down. Maybe that's why he's like got the idea for like, you know, son, later on, if you want to sing a song. Because mm. they were like proper into it. Yeah. But Stephanie wins, and you'd think she'd won the world title the way she's going on. There's still another round to do, but she's just going ape shit and she starts dancing and everything it's fucking insane it would have been amazing if two cools music started playing at that point and she was like doing the dance rikishi i know this is 97 so the sultan not rikishi the sultan and brian christopher and scott yeah. taylor come running on did you see the cameo did you miss the cameo oh the little stagehand dude we got to on. see ben the assistant hey <laughs> So, on to the bonus round. So, now she has to draw all the clues and get as much money as possible, basically. And, so, yeah, there's linking words. So, the first word is fall. Second was short. Then it was bread. Then it was basket. Then it was case. And when they said bread basket, I mean, I just thought of Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he but, hit him in the osphagus. You know, he, like, no, hit him in the throat. Yeah. But then... Sean gets really excited when he guesses a case of beer. Case of beer! And clearly clearly the demons are still with him. <laughs> I forgot it was this point, yeah. yeah. I want a case of beer! <laughs> but he's like on his knees, isn't he? He's hanging over the sofa. Yeah. He's proper into it. Yeah. But, uh, the last one they were looking for was closed, so it would have been case, essentially case closed. And I think they got it on the bell, so Stephanie wins $2,100. That's so not too bad going overall. I think she must have been a returning champion because she won 1000 for this, and she's won 2100 in total. Yeah, because uh, all the ones she got right through the show. Oh, did, you get money? did they get yeah, money yeah, for yeah. that as well? Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know uh, that. And then even more promotional consideration to end. Know what's inside Lean Pockets Chicken Fajita? White meat chicken, peppers, real cheddar cheese, and still only 7 grams of fat. What are you gonna pick? Lean Pockets. New Band-Aid brand corn relief. It relieves painful pressure and stays in place better. 
new Band-Aid brand cushions for feet, corn relief. Complete. Comprehensive. CompuServe. For those serious about internet online. Fucking CompuServe. Wow. For the internet of today. Yeah. <laughs> and then cut back for closing credits, and Stephanie is really dancing now. Like, it's not quite the Carlton or Vince doing stand back, but we're in that ballpark. But what is Vince doing stand back, though? Like, yeah. that is dance of our generation. I, I'll, what I'll, try- I'll never be such an ordinary guy. <laughs> I'll always go further, reaching for the sky, stand back. <laughs> but I'll That's try, a fact. I'll try clip the clip that and see if I can add different songs to it and see what happens. Oh, uh, I'll I'll try. I'm not making any promises. I know. I'm just trying to think of what song I want you to to add to that now. I've got a couple of ideas, but that, yeah, that was absolutely batshit insane. I don't even know what that was or what to say, but I actually really, as we said at the top of the show, I actually really enjoyed that. The weird thing was, though, they did the bonus round. You've won this money. Right, we're just going to have a break. So they have a break to show what, like, adverts. Then they go back and it's just the credits and then they go off again. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is a very American TV thing. Yeah, I just couldn't understand that. Made no yeah. sense. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And I mean, but then again, I from what I remember of it, I really did like win, lose, or draw. So this ticked a lot of boxes for me. Yeah, I used to love win, lose, or draw. Everyone who has tattoos has a story behind each and every tattoo that they have. It could be a simple picket and stick it from a convention that they went to, or an homage to their favourite artist, or something to represent the year that they were born. Something relatively simple that can be explained in a few words. It could be something deeply meaningful to them. It could be something daft. My name is Mark Adams and I am the host of Ink Stories and I love the idea of talking to people about the stories behind their tattoos. It's a podcast about the reasons why people choose to permanently etch artwork onto their skin. On each episode I'm going to have a different guest and they'll choose one of their tattoos and tell me the story behind it. Everyone gets the same questions, but their answers will always be as unique as the tattoo that they have chosen. So join me as I take a journey with various different people from all over the world to tell me their ink stories. And as far as revivals, like, I genuinely think the scope to bring this back. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's like more so over here in its win, lose or draw format. But like, there's, I mean, there's a lot of low rung celebrities out there. Like, stick them on daytime TV, like ITV2, ITV3, or even, like, Challenge or Dave or something, and I think you could be onto something. I really do. I, I'm going to throw something at you here. Mm-hmm. Right, have it as a WWE Network exclusive. Okay. Dexter Loomis, I know you're not a big fan, yep. but just does the drawings. Mm-hmm. And then you have teams. You can have, like, a Raw team, a SmackDown team, an NXT team. Yeah, yeah, you could. Like I mean... I mean, I was just thinking for, like, British TV, like, you could even put it on a bit later at night and have, like, Jimmy Carr host it. <laughs> I, I think that could work. As I said, there's a lot of, like, low-rank no. celebrities and comedians. You know and you know who should host it? Yeah. No fielding, because he can draw. Yeah, yeah, that could that could be fun. But, yeah, I, as I say, I just think there's a lot of scope for this to come back, to be honest. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I just enjoyed it far more than I should have. I don't <laughs> know. But Did you enjoy it more because it was BK? No. 
I enjoyed the energy. <laughs> like just the energy of everyone. Like it's like sometimes American TV shows really get my goat with with the over exuberance. Yeah. But As this... in like concentration when we watched the US one that. Yeah. It was just like, oh, okay, well let's let's see what's behind door number four, please. Okay, and then we'll have to go for its cousin, its best friend. And it's like, no, just pick a number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, I, but I, they did capture the energy of actually playing Pictionary. You are against the clock. You have to guess these things. And I mean, I'm terrible at Pictionary anyway, as it, as it is. But, you know, this, you know. Yes, this, you are. This, this, <laughs> this, this, as I say, this just ticked all my boxes, to be honest. But next week, we are going to jump back to 2001. Vince McMahon has just bought WCW and ECW's bankrupt. The invasion angle's at an all-time high, if you can call it that. So we're going to get the elite from all brands, put them in front of the queen of mean herself in Anne Robinson, as the WWF slash WCW slash ECW superstars find out who is the weakest link. Goodbye. And in the meantime, to all you wonderful people listening, please check out our link tree for all links to our social medias, all the podcast players you can find us on, my guest appearances, and even our YouTube playlist, where we've put up all the shows we've covered so far at linktr.ee forward slash playyourpods. And if your podcast player allows, why not leave us a little rating and review? And if you like what we're doing, tell a friend. Word of mouth is still the best marketing tool going, obviously. And until next week, it's a goodbye from me, Steve. It's a goodbye from Simon. Didn't he do well? Thank you, Ron. Peace and good cheer. This has been Play Your Pods Right, hosted by Stephen Cummins and Simon Gilroy. Produced and edited by Stephen Cummins. Our logo was designed by Luke Burton of Jailhouse Designs. Find him on Instagram at JailhouseDesignsX. All copyright material used in this episode has been for review and parody reasons. Please support any artists featured by buying and streaming their music. Intro and outro music is the winner by Colin Thompson. Mm-hmm.